Hey, this is Ryan from Sound and Shape, and you're listening to Notable Nashville. This song is called Hemingway on Broken Hearts. Sound and Shape here on Notable Nashville. I'm your host, Groove Dr. J. We've got Ryan and Grant in the house today. Thanks for coming by, guys. Thanks for having us. Uh, Sound and Shape has been evolving for quite some time now, right? How how long have you guys been uh, together? Uh, Well, Sound and Shape has been a band since our first record came out in January of 2006. Uh, It's about 10 years now. Oh, wow. Um, I'm the only original member, and we've had you know, a few, a couple of drummers and a bunch of bass players. Okay. A lot of bass players. A lot of bass, of bass players. players. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. Like, the bass player in Sound and Shape is like the drummer in Spinal Tap. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, we'll be playing, and two seconds later, they're just not there. That's funny. Um, but uh, Gaines has been playing with us, uh, well, with me since 2011. So okay. about four years. And Grant's been with us a little over a year. And they've played together previously for years. Who, Grant and... Uh, Grant and Gaines. Yeah, we're actually okay. good friends with Ah, so all right. Been in multiple bands together at this point. Okay. Well, it seems to be working out pretty well. Yeah. So, People so you, like us. Yeah, you've, re- <laughs> you've released four albums. It, it has the the lineup changed between album to album, or um, how many? Uh, yes. Okay. The only 
Uh, well, between the first and second one, the only difference is minus one guitar player. We okay. started out as a four piece. Oh, okay. Um, but then each uh, subsequent album has been different. Um, Gaines played on half of our record before last, though. So. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the latest release, Bad Actors, you mm-hmm. put out last year. Um, how would you describe the growth and musical maturity uh, between first album to this latest release? Oh wow, um, probably uh, it's it's a lot more focused. Okay. Um, I haven't listened to our first record in a really long time, but um, that one's sort of all over the place stylistically, and uh, you know we got sort of stuck with the prog rock tag early on. Oh really? And uh, I think it was. I don't know. I don't want to discount that record because I do like it. And mm-hmm. Actually, you know, people, some people really like that one. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the writing on it is just not very strong. And I, I was writing stuff that we probably sh- had no business playing. Like, I wasn't a good enough player to play the kind of stuff that I was trying to write. You mean, like, musically or yeah, ly- yeah, lyrically, yeah. too? Uh, well, both, really. Both. I mean, the, there was sort of a loose narrative that ran throughout that record, and it, it just it doesn't, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel that it does. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think there's been a narrowing of the focus and just like um, an overall growth and maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've gotten older, obviously, so uh, a lot of uh, separating the wheat from the chaff, a lot of trimming the fat, I guess, between then and now. You know, there's no six, seven minute long song. Oh yeah, or, that makes sense. You know, uh, yeah, just the focus, I guess, is the biggest okay. thing. And yeah, you you work with some really talented producers on this album too. Um, Grammy-winning producer Casey Wood, along with the multi-platinum selling producer Matthew McCauley. Yeah. What was that like working with them? Uh, it's been great. Um, we've worked with them for our last three. Uh, we did an EP and then the last two records. I would say they've been on for um, quite a while. Yeah, and Matthew has actually been sort of, a, I call him my musical Dumbledore because he's like sort of a guru. Okay. Slash, he's helped on some management things and stuff. Awesome. Uh, he he was a, he's been very important as far as like musical growth is concerned and uh, you know when him and I met a lot of things he said sort of you know led me to some different musical epiphanies that I think have made a very large impact subsequently uh, in like the most positive way possible but uh, yeah. yeah it's working with him is very easy yeah it's um, always good to have those people to kind of bounce ideas yeah. off of yeah absolutely and there's <laughs> we. We actually shot a lot of video footage while we were doing Bad Actors, and I was looking at some of the raw stuff a few months ago, and there's <laughs> about a four-minute little segment of Matthew and I having, quote-unquote, an argument, uh-huh. and it's like the most low-key, <laughs> like, it's something that I think between any other producer and artist would probably lead to an actual, like, argument. Uh-huh. Um, like, the track's playing back through the, you know, the playback speakers, and I'm playing something along with it, and he just turns and says, no, that's not good. And I say, okay, what about this? No, that's not good either. How about this? Well, I'll change that one note. All right, how about that? All right, that's a little bit better. Well, I don't know if I like that. And it's seriously just that for like <laughs> four minutes <laughs> until we get to something that we're both just like, okay, that's great. But you guys aren't really arguing. It's no, no, not like, at all. It's just, it's so like just mellow teams. and yeah, yeah, laid back. So, and I think that's pretty indicative of our, our working relationship over okay. the years. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite track off of Bad Actors, both of you? Do you well, got, are they different? Grant on this one first because I'm not sure. Ah, pretty like hired knives. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oof, that's a toughie. I like Hemingway on Broken Hearts a lot. I think that's that is a good one. 
probably the most complete song I've ever written. Okay. Um, lyrically, musically. I kind of experimented with a different approach lyrically on that one. Yeah, I like that performance. Um, thank you. Yeah, And uh, I really like Curtain Call, the last song on there, just because it's not like anything on the rest of the album. Well, let's give that a listen. Curtain Call off the album Bad Actors. Here it is.
All right, that was Curtain Call by Sound and Shape. Where can we find the album? Are, are, are you guys on Spotify and... Yeah, uh, it's up on all the streaming iTunes. services and stuff. iTunes, okay. uh, Bandcamp. All right. Um, this is the first record we've done that we didn't release physically. Okay. Um, so there's no hard copy of the album? No, not yet. I would like to eventually get it pressed on vinyl. Um, but, I mean, sort of the, you know, the way the industry is these days. Yeah. Unless you like are for certain going to sell a certain amount of physical product, then it just doesn't make the financial sense to do it. Yeah. So I picked up on vinyl, though. I'm a big vinyl junkie, so I got a big collection. I feel like our niche audience probably is, yeah. um, but convincing the powers that be sometimes mm-hmm. is a little difficult. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys um, released a music video for the song Venus um, on that album. Yeah. Um, can you kind of explain the concept behind that video? Um, the girl with angel wings and... <laughs> I funny story actually um, we originally talked to a different director about doing a video mm-hmm. and we were going to actually do two or three videos and uh, they were all going to follow a narrative I had this whole weird space opera thing in my head that I outlined and, and everything and uh, one, the director originally was like yeah that sounds great and then when I sort of outlined it for him he was like there's no way in hell we can do this <laughs> uh, for the budget really? that we have. Um, yeah, it was deemed way too. It would have gone over budget, yeah, and then okay. it you know sort of. It was it was a lofty goal, mm-hmm. um, a three part space opera thing that, you know, when you don't have a ton of money behind That's you to try to do something like that. So, um, we got my buddy Seth Graves, who is a phenomenal director. I loved working with him uh, to do it, and at that point, I was like, you know, I kind of. You know, shot myself in the foot with this ridiculous idea. So just here's the song, here's the budget, do what you want, uh, make us dark, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, that was it. You know, and so he he came up with the whole the narrative, whatever it may be. Well, I thought it was Um, pretty cool. Yeah, no, I love the way it turned out. Um, I unfortunately can't speak to whatever the hell he was talking about, (laughs) so uh, which I think is cool. Like I I don't like it when videos are too like on the nose or the artist gets too involved because it's a completely other medium so mm-hmm. if you're going to have somebody else doing their art along with yours you might as well let them have right. free reign you know? right yeah. well what what type of bands do you guys get compared to um, as far <laughs> as like a trio I know there's a lot of popular rock and roll trios out there but um, well obviously the Rush comparison gets thrown out mm-hmm. you know thrown around uh-huh, a bit okay. um, just because we're a Prague-ish band at times, uh, and we're three piece. Yeah. Um, you know, I, we get compared to a lot less these days than we used to. Uh-huh. I mean, I've heard some strange ones. Really? You know. Um, what about Alkaline Trio? I used to like them as growing up in high school. Have you heard of them? Oh yeah, no, I've heard of them. I like everything I've heard. They're not really one of those bands that I ever spent a lot of yeah. time with. Um, one I remember, we used to write down in our merch like log like different things people compared us to. Uh-huh. I think the strangest one was uh, this girl came up and was like, you guys kind of sound like if Dave Matthews band was like listening to a lot of salsa and dream theater. I was like, what in the hell are you on right now? Lady? But okay. You know, whatever. It's, um, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think people want to be able to categorize you easily. So mm-hmm. they're going to come up with whatever they can in their brain. So yeah, but it's great to have originality where you can't really pinpoint yeah something yeah. that you know oh it sounds exactly like this you know right, right. i don't really 
I think of anything when I think of you guys or good, when I hear good. you guys. So you're yeah. you're very original. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a goal. You know. Yeah. I, my philosophy's always been like, you know, why do you need another band to sound like fifty other bands? Right. You know, because yeah. I agree with that. There's, you know, obviously there there are scenes where, from a business standpoint, it's easy if you look a certain way and you play a certain kind of music to just sort of throw you in the machine and you'll mm-hmm. get caught up and you'll have a career and that's great, but like, that's that's just nothing I've ever been into. You yeah. Know? So. Well, um, how about we listen to another live song? Sure. Um, what are you gonna play for us this time? Uh, I'm going to attempt to do a song called Empty Beds, which is uh, the iTunes exclusive bonus track from the new album. Okay, awesome. Be on our 
Empty Beds, the exclusive bonus track off the iTunes album. So make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, what's next? What's next for you guys? You coming up with a uh, new album? Or uh, I have been writing a ton lately. Um, so yeah, we're about to hunker down basically and just start learning all the new material and uh, start working on a new record. Hopefully later in the fall. Okay. Um, right now I've got like twenty three songs wow. done. Um, with a bunch more sort of in the hopper so we've got a lot of learning and woodshedding ahead of us before we figure out exactly you know what what the record's going to be okay so it's a little early to tell what it's going to be like stylistically but um you know rock <laughs> all right rock and roll yeah well where can we find you um do you have a website or uh we don't have like a, a website website but we're on you know facebook, facebook and twitter okay. and instagram and all that stuff Bandcamp. all right well, thanks so much for stopping by, guys. I thanks enjoyed it. Us. No yeah. problem. Thank you. It's that time for Gary's Pick of the Week. But, ooh, unfortunately, Gary is off at the North Pole preparing for Christmas. So we got music industry mogul Brandon Strauss in the house. What, what's your pick, Brandon? Well, my pick this week has got to be a song by Chris Stapleton off his new album titled Whiskey and You. Whiskey and You. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. There's a bottle on the dresser by your ring, and it's empty. So right now I don't feel a thing. I'll be hurting when I wake up on the floor. I'll be over it by noon. That's the difference between whiskey and you. Come tomorrow, I can walk in any store, it ain't a problem. And they'll always sell me more, but your forgiveness. Well, that's something I can't buy Or anything that I can do That's the difference Between whiskey and you One's a devil One keeps driving me insane At times I wonder they ain't both the same One's a liar Helps hide me from my pain And one's a long-gone bit of truth That's the difference Between whiskey and you 
I've got a problem But it ain't like what you think I drink cause I'm lonesome And I'm lonesome cause I drink But if I don't break down And bring it on myself It'll hit out of the blue That's the difference between whiskey and you. One's a devil, one keeps driving me insane. At times I wonder, oh, if they ain't both the same, but one's a liar. It helps to hide me from my pain. And one's a long gone bit of truth That's the difference Between whiskey and you Oh, that's the difference Between whiskey and you Love that tune. Chris Stapleton, Whiskey and You. Great pick, Brandon. Thanks again for listening to Notable Nashville Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Notable underscore Nash. Like us on Facebook and keep up with in-studio pictures on Instagram. A special thanks to Ken Fritz of General Joystick for writing our theme song. Also, a big thanks to Sound and Shape for stopping by, sharing some great tunes and some great stories. If you're an artist inquiring about joining us on the show, please visit NotableNashville.com content produced by Jordan Johansson and Gary Brannigan. Thanks again.